Welcome, welcome to welcome. the only podcast that draws you in like a straw in a milkshake. It's Pastor Live, the lighthearted podcast adventure that's all about God, the Word, answers to your questions, and, well, sometimes it's more questions to your questions. Hang on tight. You're listening to Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Pastor Shane's got the intro, so welcome to Pastors Live as I speak for him on his behalf. Hi. Welcome to Pastor's Live. He is all in today, folks. It's joy it, in the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Gary. Right? That was a little jubilant. See, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty I'm super jubilant excited. For a Tuesday. For a Tuesday. For a 25th day of the month, Gary. I'm, yeah. I'm quite surprised. Welcome to Pastor's Live. Welcome. You know what? Yesterday on yesterday's show, we didn't even introduce the people in the studio, did we? Yeah. Um, it was Simeon's fault. Simeon, go outside. Okay, just about time. Now stay there. Wow. Um, oh. <laughs> Hi. You're listening to Pastors Live. My name is Shane. We've got in the Hi, studio Shane. today with us under glass the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the one who makes this all happen, Gary hey. Austin. Hey, guys. How's it Pastors, going? Pastors, it's such a pleasure. <laughs> I love hanging out with you guys. It's good to see you, man. Next Always to him, to hang out with you. <laughs> Next to him, we also have the other guy, James Runcorn. Hey, so good to be here, Doctor Runcorn. Hello, hello. And stepping into the studio, my friend, my pal, Dave my buddy. Hey, guys, how are you? Good Swell. to see you. Well, man. Good, good to, to see you. Hey, I just passed Tim Rupp on the way in here. And uh, he said, make sure those knuckleheads uh, really push the Clifton Jansky concert. And I said, no way, I'm not going to do it. So I'm not even going to mention it. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk, talk about, about it. Yeah. Clifton Jansky. I know, I know it's Sunday night. Yeah. Right? I, the 30th? I'm yeah. not even going to talk about how no, all I, proceeds go to the Strong Blue Line. No, no, no. no I, I, I wouldn't even mention it. I said, you know, Tim, if you want us to talk about it, you should go in there and do it. And Dave, I'm just so busy and I've got some counseling to take care of. I don't know. So. Yeah. I don't know if you, you guys you do you want to talk about the Clifton Jansky concert? Uh, absolutely. Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, Christian, I, 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 I think we've got a couple minutes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they can register for free at watersprings.net. That's true. Yeah. And That's you can true. also make what a do donation to the Strong Blue Line if the Lord leads it. Right. And the Strong Blue Line, our, our Monday episode, Pastor Tim kind of explained what, what the Strong Blue Line is. And well, it's, then why are we talking? I know. I don't want to talk anymore. I don't understand this. We should just go home. You guys. Oh, my goodness. The Strong Blue Line is Pastor Tim's uh, missionary work around the country to impact officers and chaplains in, in police departments across so good. the nation. Yeah. He, he yeah. does, man. And I love what he said yesterday. It is kind of shocking, but it, it, it gives gives some perspective and, if I may so, say so, urgency as well. He was giving us the percentage of Christian police officers in the nation. Uh, the, the, the percentage for policemen who are Christian is only 10% right. of the entire department. Right. Like, the entire force. Yeah, and Clifton Jansky actually went from Amarillo by morning to Amazing Grace. There you go. Wow. So, yeah, he. Uh, you guys know this, right? He recorded Amarillo by morning yeah. before King George. George, yeah. Strait. George Strait. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty cool. It, it's exciting to have so, him. And um, Tim uh, personally knows him because yeah. he's from San Antonio. So that's true. pretty cool, too. Yeah, but, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's all right. So we're done with Clifton Jansky. He's had his two minutes. So wow. Whoa. <laughs> but he gets a whole night on the third. Well, he, he does. In fact, in fact, I'm really stoked. He, um, you know, country music's not really my thing. I'm more of a jazz guy. I know you guys are rock and rollers. That's cool. I'm a jazz guy. But for for country music, it, it, he's really super gifted. And I think in our area, there's a lot of country folk here. Yeah. And they're going to dig it. But yeah. um, he is going to be, uh, after the lunch break, this Saturday at the men's conference, uh, we're going to come back. We're going to hear, after lunch, we're going to hear from Carl Palinkas about mm-hmm. uh, Zechariah's Hope and the work they do refurbishing bomb shelters in northern Israel. Uh, and then uh, right after Carl is going to be uh, our good friend, Mr. Jansky, Clifton Jansky. It's and then he'll come back Sunday night and do the concert Sunday night for Strong Blue Line. So, yeah. It's going to be, be great, wild, great man. Great weekend. It's and t- on top of all that, we get Tony Clark all weekend. I know. Oh, Saturday what a night, Tony Clark will be preaching here at Water Springs, and then Sunday morning, both services, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. I'm, I'm really yeah. stoked. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Hey, guys, it is Tuesday, April 25th, 2023, and it is episode 759. Are you guys excited to be in the daily reading in the Gospel of John? Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I, I was I, waiting as well. I've been talking too much. so uh, I, 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 Yeah, I was just kind of stepping back, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so... When you when you first got saved, who in this room, when you first got saved, somebody said to you, read the Gospel of John, get into the Gospel of John early on. What was, what was the first book you read? Job. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that yeah. about you, which is really unusual. Yeah, it was wild. And what you needed. Yeah, it was what I needed. It was all from the Lord. Right. And but, James Runcorn got saved at three years of age, and so you probably memorized the Gospel of John. Right. I was too young to read. <laughs> but what are you I, talking about? I, Man. At three? Oh, come on. Yeah. I didn't learn to read till much later in life. You were already reading Latin and Greek by three, weren't you? Pastor Dave, someone has given you the wrong impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sole Deo Cafe. Right? Sure. And so, coffee alone. When, so when, when you first started reading, and, and somewhere along the line, you began reading the Bible, I know yeah. that. Where, my where dad, did you start? My dad, when I was old enough to read... And he began telling me what I should be reading. He said, "Read Romans, read Romans, read Romans." That was go. his big thing. He yeah, really Romans wanted is the big doctrine book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said that that will lay down the foundation of what a believer, how a believer should live. Right. So that's what he continued. When to did say. you When did you move into the Gospels? You, you know, know, I mean, I, I was in or a anybody, wa- but I was in Awana as a kid, oh, and so I mean, you had cool. those. I didn't know that about you. See? Foundational scriptures memorized as at a, at a young age. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just always been there, a part of yeah. a part of my culture. My dad later in life uh, memorized First John, all five chapters. Uh, but when he did his discipling, he went through the Gospel of John, and uh, his favorite book was Romans, as you say. Um, in fact, when my dad, you know, we just lost my dad uh, four years ago. It'll be uh, four years coming up here in June, and. Um, when he had that massive stroke, I flew into Southern California from Nebraska, flew into San Diego, drove uh, two hours north to Seal Beach, ran into the hospital 10 p.m., and I got to my dad's bedside and realized I'd left my Bible in the car. And I said to my dad, who was unresponsive, I said, Dad, I left my Bible in the car, but I'm going to come back tomorrow morning, first thing, 
and I'll come back and read to you. And he, he squeezed my hand. I was holding his hand and he, he squeezed my hand. And I, I said, Dad, do you want me to read to you tonight? And he gave a little nod of his head. So I ran out to the car, told the security guard, this is Southern California, you know, they don't, they don't let a lot of stuff pass. But this guy was very kind. I, I ran out to the car, got my Bible, came back in, and I read Romans chapter 8, which is my dad's favorite <laughs> chapter. And uh, as I read Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. My dad squeezed it, squeezed my hand again, and a little tear came out of his eye. Mm. That was our, our last real conversation that we had. I love yeah. that, man. And I got to, I got to read, read that chapter to my dad. So um, I, I, too, love Romans. Now, when Gary, are you, uh, you and Carrie read, of course, are you enjoying the Gospel of John? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. When were you introduced to the to the gospel and to the gospel of John? Well, I I was I was fairly young um, initially, but when I was saved, it was actually I was in my late teens, um, early twenties when when I actually had it um, kind of described to me or right, yeah. you know introduced. And um, and that was in Pocatello, Calvary Chapel. Nice, yeah, Pocatello. Fantastic. So. Yeah, and it, and it was just it was just it was different, you yeah. know, when I actually paid attention. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now, do any of us in here? Do you guys have a favorite verse from the Gospel of John? I mean, there's oh. yeah, I know, pick one, right? There's it's like a bucket of gold, but if you had to pick one uh, that you could like say for you know every day for the rest of this year, this is the verse you're going to quote and memorize. Like, where would you go in the Gospel of John? I mean, everybody knows John three sixteen. I hope, and, right? And I think yeah. it's it's like the you know it's like the gospel in one verse, so to speak, or three sixteen through eighteen, of course. But John chapter twenty verse thirty one. Oh, but yes. these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, nice. and that by believing you may have life in His name. The whole purpose for the entire book. That's that's why that's my favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's cool. Fantastic. Yep. I also Shady. like um, oh. uh, John fourteen uh, twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. Peace, Peace I, leave I leave with you. you. And yep, that's I love that. Yep. Uh, very I mean, impactful. In that same chapter, verse six, Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, yes. the life. No one comes to the Father but by me." Yeah. I mean, talk about here's the gospel. <laughs> right, exactly. Here's, here's the true gospel. You must come through Christ if you want to uh, to stand to before me, the yeah. Father one day. So Shane, I knew, poor Shane, he's like turning the pages back. Ooh, that one. No, <laughs> no, ooh, not like this that. one. Ooh, not like this one. This one. Yeah. Uh, that it's a hard. That's a hard question for me. The Gospel of John is so awesome because of its simplicity. But in its simplicity, has it has a depth that the other gospels don't. I thought he was going to say complexity. He wasn't here for the big word. Dude. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> my my favorite portion of John would have to be the Last Supper to the end, yeah, where yeah, where yeah, Jesus yeah. in in John twelve thirteen until the end of the the gospel that that chunk of scripture is so good, and I love that high priestly prayer where Jesus says. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Right. Wow. Boom. Look at that. It was like a mic drop. Just, it, was like it, a, was. it was a Bible drop. I love yeah. it. Boom. Because there's an intimacy there. He says that you would know exactly. me. Yeah. You know? And 
as I grow in grace and grow in my and mature in my walk with Christ, it's just like I love how God's just like, hey, don't don't make it complicated, man. Right. <laughs> just yeah. be the salt, be the light. And he always reminds me and comforts me and says, You do know me. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you know me, Shane. Right. And I'm like, Oh, thank you, Lord. I know. And I know you. <laughs> yeah, and I right? know you. And I know you. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the bombastic part of it. You know, um, You've, you've heard me, Shane, talk a lot about my mentor, Kempton Carroll. Yeah. Um, Kempton was one of the two guys that God used to save my life. Uh, when I was a young guy, I was uh, experiencing some suicidal ideation, and uh, God put Kempton in my life at the right time. And Kempton used to um, do our junior high ministry at Calvary Baptist Church in Bellflower. And um, I wasn't quite ready to be part of this group that he had on Sunday evenings. Um, that now this remember this is in the uh, '60s, and uh, the space age was the big deal. So they were called the Jet Cadets. <laughs> the Jet Cadets were this group of uh, boys that met. Uh, on Sunday evenings before big church. And um, Kempton was the guy that was in charge of that. And he he had invited me to come and be a part of it. And I had to explain, well, I'm not old enough. And he says, well, he says, Dave, I tell you what I'm going to do. Next week, we're going to start Jet Cadets with this, this Bible drill. And he explained the Bible drill. You hold the Bible over your head. And uh, he asks a question. And then you're, you have to bring your Bible down and look up the verse and give the answer. And he said, I'm going to start next week with a particular question. And he goes, I want you to answer the question. And when you do, I've got a prize for you. And that's going to make you a jet cadet. So, okay, great. And so he says, you can't tell anybody else. I'm telling you. Okay. He goes, I'm going to ask you, what is the shortest verse in the Bible? And he said, Dave, do you know what it is? And and I, I said, I, I, Mr. Carroll, I, his name is Kempton Carroll. I, Mr. Carroll, I don't. He said, it's John 1135. Do you guys know? Yep. Jesus, Jesus wept. wept. Jesus wept. There you go. And so uh, next Sunday, and I worked on it all, all week, all week, man. And so that next Sunday, uh, I came into Jet Cadets, and I was kind of getting the stare down. Like, what do you do? What's that little kid doing? You know, that punk, you know. And Mr. Carroll said, Kempton says, okay, guys, sword drill, Bible drill, sword drill. And we all put our Bibles over our head. And he looks at me and winks and says, what's the shortest verse in the Bible? And as I'm bringing my Bible down, I said, John 11, 35. And I'm looking it up real quick. And, and he goes, very good, Dave. And what is it? And I said, Jesus wept. And there I became a jet cadet. Wow. But you were inducted. I will tell you, uh, I was inducted. And I, um, I was endeared to Kempton from that day forward. Still am. Uh, we still are in, in touch. And uh, he let me know last year. He goes, now, Janie, that's his wife, Janie. His Janie has been told when when the Lord calls me home, she is to fly you and Sylvia into Southern California to do my funeral. Oh. <laughs> we've, we've remained close all these years. So love that. John eleven thirty five is an important verse to me. More than just the verse, the memory that I have around that, that there was a man who God put in my life to to really protect me um, from from myself, from sin, from Satan. Um, to influence Because you. of the love of Christ and his... His yeah. manly, I mean, Kempton's a man's man. You'd have to know Kempton, but he's a he's a man's man. And um, he, he took a lot of us young boys under his wing. 
you know, a week ago we were in chapel talking about servant leadership and hitting on how, how we all have the opportunity, especially as Christians, to influence one another uh, with the love of God. And I love hearing that story because the man talk about opportunity to influence a young man. And, and look, I, I doubt Dave at that time, you probably did not think you were ever going to be a pastor, huh? Not at that time. Right. It was shortly thereafter, right. shortly thereafter. Cause I was, I was working on, um, I really wanted to be a, a baseball player yep. and we had a family friend, um, who was part of the Dodger organization. And he, he told my dad, he goes, man, Dave's got some natural skills. I think this, he might really have something. And um, I was pretty excited about, I wanted to play for the Dodgers, you know? And I was just a little kid, but um, to have this guy that was part of the Dodger organization working with me already going, "Mm, Al, he's telling my dad, you know, Al, he's got some, he's got some natural skills here. And then, uh, yeah, when we were at youth camp uh, and um, uh, the Lord called me into the ministry and back in those days it was pick one there was none of this uh idea of you could play ball and be in the ministry it was like pick one yeah and so i did and and it never looked back so right yeah god was good god was good to me i love that so yeah gospel of john shane good call uh what else has happened you got a couple of minutes here what else is happening this week you know we have church service on wednesday ty is going through the deity of the holy spirit um, and the deity of Jesus and in the scriptures. So come check us out tomorrow, Wednesday night services at 7 p.m. We did just have baptisms not too long ago. And man, I'll tell you what, it was a pleasure and a privilege to be up uh, helping baptize on that weekend because I will, I'm stoked about this. There was a, probably, I would say, as an estimate, 90% of the people who got baptized were first-time baptisms and new believers, which is awesome because that's the message that John uh, would write in his gospel is, hey, I'm just writing to you so that you would believe Jesus is the is the Son of Man, that right. Jesus is God. And to, to see that new lives are coming to Christ, you know, we'd ask the, the question, how long have you been following Jesus? And we had a lot of people that were like, maybe about a year. And I'm like, that's awesome, nice. you know? Yeah, yeah. And now they're getting up and proclaiming to everybody to be unashamed of the gospel, as Paul would write in Romans. Right. You know, I'm not ashamed to, to tell everybody that I follow Jesus and that he wants, he's the, he's the key factor in my life, the leader in my life. So that was awesome. So as we're almost out of time here, we did get a, an email sent in, and I wonder if one of you guys would be willing to pray for this person. This was sent in from Angelina. She Aww. writes, Dear Pastors and Gary, I'm begging for prayers. My friend Natalie has had a disease for a long time. She's also had diabetes and some other health challenges. She lives in pain every day, and a few days ago... Oh, what happened? It, that was the most weird thing. The email's gone. No, I got it right here. You got it. Okay. Yep. A few days ago, she went into the hospital because she couldn't breathe. She had viral pneumonia. They put her in the ICU, and she told me yesterday that she was doing better, and they probably were going to uh, move her to a regular room, so I'm really happy, or I was really happy. Then today, I tried to call her and text and her husband told me that she'd gone into cardiac arrest and was intubated and in a medically induced coma. Mm. I've been praying really hard for her, so can you please uh, ask 
uh, your listeners and uh, uh, others to pray for her as well. She needs all the prayers that she can get, please. It would really mean a lot to me, uh, Angelina. Now, Angelina, I believe, is our good friend uh, from from down in Blackfoot. Yes. And uh, she's she's a precious, precious sister really in Christ is. and a, a regular uh, listener. Yeah. And so, yep. um, Angelina, I'll tell you what, uh, I know you, you have a visual impairment, but boy, you sure, you, you see things way more clearly, uh, than a lot of people do. And so of course we're going to pray, uh, for, for your precious friend. And just like that, look, it went away from mine. To, where did it go? Isn't that weird? I have it. Th- that's not even a joke. Like it literally disappeared no, it from just my disappeared. screen. So her friend's name again is Natalie. 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 Wow, it, right when I really? finished reading it, it just disappeared. Yeah. That is the craziest thing. Shane, don't read it. If you read it, it disappears. <laughs> Shane, maybe, maybe, you should, maybe you should pray for yeah, Natalie. Maybe no. Shane's supposed to be the one to pray for yeah, Natalie. Yeah, I'll pray for her, but mine's not going to disappear because I don't have Apple. So. Wow. Oh! <laughs> wow. Saw okay. the opportunity wow. and seized it. All right, let's pray Pray for for our sisters, man. Oh, my goodness. Lord, we just come before your throne of Mm -hmm. grace, and and we are so thankful that you know us and we know you, and you want that intimate relationship with us, God. And Mm -hmm. so we just bring our petitions and and requests to you on behalf of our our sister Natalie. Mm -hmm. Lord, she is in in the ICU, and, and her and her husband and her family, God, we pray for peace and protection and comfort. God, I ask that you would give the doctors knowledge and Mm -hmm. wisdom that is supernatural and clear, Lord, Mm -hmm. for whatever is going on in our sister's body. Lord, we pray for our our sister Angela that she Angelina. Angelina that she would have the words to say to Natalie at the right yes. time, Lord, or to family members, uh, words of hope, words of encouragement, because it's the goodness of God that leads us to turn to God, Lord. Right. And Father, we don't know what you're doing in this, but we know that you you are working. God. And so we trust you and we ask for healing and we ask for your favor in Jesus's name. Amen. 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 Well, hey, listen, that runs us right to the edge of the program here. We're out of time. Angelina, thank you. Please keep us updated so we can know how to pray for, for Natalie. For the rest of you, we thank you for tuning in. We invite you to tune in again tomorrow for another exciting episode of Pastors Live. Pastors Live. It's the one and only Pastors Live, a Rev FM production with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Download and listen to more episodes from Spotify and Apple Podcasts and submit your questions and comments for next time to Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. His music, his word, the, the Rev. Rev.